Welcome to the Circle of Fire podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Treadwell, social worker turned spirit worker. Today, we will journey to uncover our individual power. We will explore what it is to stand in our sovereignty, and we will begin to imagine what it would take to live in community intentionally. The fire does not apologize for burning, and neither should you. Together, we rise. Last spring, I had the honor of co-leading a retreat. It was a spring goddess awakening retreat. And through the course of three days, we went through an amazing journey. We participated in firewalking, arrow breaking with our throats, amazing yoga practices. We uh, journaled and meditated. We sang by the fire. It was a truly transformative weekend. When we came to the end of this experience, uh, we wanted to keep that energy going. And so I had the idea to start a book club. And this book club would be an opportunity for us to meet and continue working on our spiritual practice together collectively. I got home from the retreat and got onto social media and found that an author that I love and follow, Kyle Gray, who's a Hay House author and uh, works with angels, he was launching a new book. The second edition of his book, Raise Your Vibration, was coming out just a month later. So I reached out to the participants of the retreat and asked if anyone would be interested in joining me for this book club to work through the Raise Your Vibration book, which had daily meditations and uh, intentions that we could follow through the course of three months. We set up multiple opportunities for people to meet to make it really easy. We started out meeting online twice a week so people could come to whichever day worked for them. And about halfway through, we started uh, once a week in person and once on on Zoom. It was a fantastic opportunity to connect and grow with each other, to work on our own personal practice. I'm so excited to connect with these wonderful, wonderful women today and share our journey with you through this process as we explored this book, Raise Your Vibration, and learned how to grow collectively through this individual practice. Many blessings. So hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Raise Your Vibration Book Club. Glad to be back. But I love that we had space between the end of the book club and now to talk about it uh, or to think, sit and think with it and let it marinate and see how it really informed our lives. Just want to go through and make space for everyone to talk about what vibes really resonated with you. I think also what what you kind of expected to get out of this group, um, and then also what you got out of it, right? Like what what were the differences there? Um, how in what were there any ways that this that you shifted from participating in this? Uh, was it three months? Three month journey. July, yeah, three months together mm-hmm. going through this book. I think that it was interesting because um, traditionally, pre-COVID, um, whenever I participated in a book club, 
we were together. I mean, like always, every time, you know, mm -hmm. there wasn't any of this Zoomness. And in this particular group, we also had, um, I don't know if I would call it subgroups. I mean, because there was times when we would meet and then we would bounce off what you had heard from, you know what I mean? So it was different than a traditional book club, what pre-COVID book club was. And, um, but I thought it was equally as effective. I, I felt like the, um, I really think like all of us have sort of adjusted to the Zoom thing. I think that we're all in on that. And then when there were meetings like with us together or, or the sub, you know how it worked, um, that, that that worked as well. And I was kind of, I guess, happily surprised because it was different. And, um, and especially with this type of a book, because there's a lot of work in there. There's a lot, it's a lot to talk about. Um, even though each little vibe or each little chapter is small, it's so much. And I, when I was just taught at the very beginning, when we just first started, I had said, you know, I got the book out to go over it again, kind of, you know, just scan and look at it again. And I'm like going, wow, this is a really good book. Wow. We should read this, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's the kind of thing that you could turn to. And I, I feel like I'll continue to turn to it. I, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, Jill. I reviewed it today and went over three vibes that made a lot of sense to me and kind of got me thinking in a little different direction than I had been thinking before. Because at the beginning, I was like, oh yeah, I know this. Oh yeah, yeah, been here, done that, talked about that. <laughs> But then later on, towards the end of the book, some really got to me that, yeah, I would like to go back and look at them again, say those little prayers again, and expand on it a little bit more. I'm feeling both of you, but actually this was my first Zoom uh, and my first book club. And it was the contents and in the whole point and perspective of the book that tempted me into very uncomfortable territory with getting to know the Zoom component. Like I had turned down a ton of stuff during COVID because I struggle with a video thing. Mm. So it was just powerful enough to have me step up and kind of next level myself before I ever opened it. Um, and I really had a great time with it and in the way that it was presented in that constant challenge and then being able to come back to group and have conversation about how it hit and where we saw ourselves kind of unfolding kept me going at times that I might've given up. I might've just like put it down and gotten too busy or not gone back. Um, but the book club component of it kept me going and committed to what became a self-practice that I really deserved and needed. Great. Yeah, to piggyback off of that, Teresa, I think, I mean, I've talked with all of you about my, my struggle with the book after suggesting the book was <laughs> that I didn't believe I could do it. 
I didn't believe that I could actually achieve going through three months of showing up and reading the vibes every day because historically I would it would be like two weeks and then it gets hard and I I'm on to something else or there's a new idea or you know um and so the idea of showing up for myself for three months felt impossible at the beginning and that was my biggest fear and I remember when we got to the end in October, I was, I was just really surprised that it was okay because you were all there with me and I wasn't alone. And I know I'm working hard to unlearn and to learn new pathways of doing things with other people, not just by myself, but it's still shocking to me every time I make that choice to do things in a collective way versus on my own, how much easier it is and more, and, and how much more deep it becomes, right? Like hearing all of you talk about your experiences, there were, there were vibes that resonated with, with you guys that I hadn't really noticed or something. And then hearing how it meant to you helped shifted my perspective. So it was, I wasn't even, I didn't even have to do all the work because <laughs> you guys were doing the work too. And then I, I got to kind of connect with your work in a way that was really, really fulfilling. So I'm so grateful for you guys, because I, I know from my own experience that I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have finished if it hadn't been for you. Well, this is the second edition of this book, and I don't think I made it through the first edition. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah. I remember you had you said you had the first edition and and you were like, well, I didn't really read that one, so we'll see <laughs> this one. No, I glanced at it, you know, yeah. here and there, but I didn't make it through the whole book for sure. Yeah. And how amazing, Kathy, that what really got you was the stuff at the end. Yeah. And what really rocked your boat was all that stuff waiting for you. Right. Right. And I do have to say that the different perspectives of different people, because even though I didn't come to the Monday night meeting, Sarah would often say, well, so-and-so had this perspective on that. And wow, you know, to see somebody else's perspective really opens things up for you. Yeah. I really love doing this book and this book club um, because... <clears throat> Prior to, so this book club grew out of like a desire to grow together from a retreat that uh, was co-created and then to like continue seeing one another um, in our sort of like regular lives, not just retreat life. Um, and that to me was really beautiful. And I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Um, <laughs> because my preconception of a book club was like uh, like reading a novel and then you just talk about the book. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, actually, no, this, in this case, <clears throat> the novel is each of our lives unfolding and how we're relating to the, the, the lives that we're living, these very earthy lives as spiritual beings and the challenges and the mindset shifts and all of that 
Um, and then this book was perfect, I thought, to serve the purpose, um, Raise Your Vibration uh, by Kyle Gray with 77 um, little snippets of, of perspective um, that serving that purpose of drawing out like, how am I relating to this in my life? Where do I see myself activating this vibe? Um, and some of them were just like a breath of fresh air or a, a, a jump in the cold lake for me. Like I needed to hear that right now. And I feel so powerful that I've heard that today, right now. Um, and I don't know about others, but I feel when we were in book club, oftentimes someone would say, I, this was the exact vibe I needed today. And it was like, you know, for whatever was being reflected in, in our lives. So it was a very fulfilling, very satisfying experience because we retained and, and nurtured these connections with ourselves, with each other, sort of through the medium of this book. Yeah, it's so, I mean, it was so amazing coming off of the retreat. I mean, not everyone was at the retreat, but that energy was definitely infused into the club. And I love um, what you were saying, Susie, about that it was just the thing you needed that day, because also so many of us would have come to group and been like, well, I didn't read it, but then we'd open up the book and we'd look at what it was happening in the vibes that week. And someone would say, oh my gosh, I didn't read it, but that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I did that. I did that vibe. That is what I was learning this week. That is what showed up for me, but I didn't actually open the book um, or I'm behind, right? I'm quote unquote behind. And then I opened the book the next day and it was me being behind. I was on the vibe that I needed that day. And so it was still very synchronistic the whole process, which was, I was not expecting. And, and I don't think I would have noticed it as much if I wasn't in a group talking about it where it kept happening to all of us. For sure. I was describing the um, book club to somebody the other day and I was like, yeah, I'm in this book club. And sometimes we even talk about the book. I mean, we always <laughs> talk about the book, but it's sort of like we talk about what the book is doing in our lives and what we are doing that and it's great I guess it's a book club (laughs) (laughs) funny to kind of think about it in that way like really we taught we get to see how we're adapting or um embodying these principles for me it was a great some of it was yeah 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 and then some of it was um oh I've sensed that but I really needed words for it and having the shape of words for it and then yeah I agree with you Kathy the end I want to go back I was like a little of a full like by the time I got to that point and I I needed I think I could use another shot at digestion Absolutely. Cause I feel like there's so much, mm-hmm. there's just so much in it um, that there's no, I, I don't think there's any way you could have, even with the three months, Sarah, I don't think that, that there's any way you could absorb this whole thing in three months. I, there's, there's just so much there. And so I, what I'm curious about is, so now we've been away from it for a little while are there certain vibes that stuck with you guys? 
I think in addition to just piggyback real quick on what Emily was saying is not just a specific vibe. I think the whole language, mm. um, the whole approach is like seeing how we talk outside of book club or into the next book and realizing that, you know, a lot of the common ground we found in the vibes where maybe I saw it a little bit different in one perspective and someone else saw it and we like pulled that and looked at it, that becomes part of the foundation of our language, even when we're not talking about the books. Mm -hmm. So I feel that integration across the board and building kind of that foundation of like-minded people doing like-minded things. Yeah, and I think oh, uh, hearing you talk made me think that um, I want to go back because a lot of the words in the like later chapters were new, <laughs> you know, like they're new words, new concepts. And um, I was really feeding off of the words that I knew and that I had a place to put. And then like the last few, <laughs> I need to go back. <laughs> there were, there were a few that, um, that really resonate with me. And it's funny because I, I almost forgot like with that integration piece, Teresa, I almost forgot that they were vibes, right? It's just <laughs> this is like a new way. It's a new perspective. It's a new part of me that, yeah. that was inspired by the vibes. And, and there's a, it, as I was re-looking through the book, I was like, oh, oh yeah, that came from here. These are actually really important parts of me now that I, that I, I'm sure I was working on ahead of time that's why they stuck with me so much because they were it was stuff I was already working on but um one of my favorites was vibe 62 healing myself heals my lineage mm. and I you know underlined and almost the whole page and I wrote down and I just I've said it since then I've the way that that Kyle uh, talks about it. I, I wrote, you are the answer to the prayers of your ancestors. And that really hit me in a way I had never thought of before. Yeah. Um, Sarah, that's also 75, which was my favorite because okay. in, in there, um, he actually says that again, you are the living answer to their prayers. Because I've been doing ancestral healing for a few years now. And you're always wondering about your purpose. In this vibe, he says, just by being yourself, your whole self, you're living with purpose. And preparing the way for coming generations. Many who have walked the path before you have felt stifled and restrained. You are the living answer to their prayers. And I thought, oh my God, I, I couldn't even believe it. And Sarah and I have talked a number of times about the ancestral healing and what's going on about that in our family. Yeah, thinking about what our ancestors went through and all they accomplished and fought for and, and struggled through for us to be here today and mm -hmm. and and having the freedoms that we have and having the ability to stand in our power and to come in together in community I mean and achieve our dreams 
it's just, it was amazing to, to think about it that way and feel that connection in a new way for me. I didn't realize those two vibes were so connected. Yeah, they, it was nice too, because he did kind of, I wouldn't say repeat, but he built on them through the course of it. Right. So you would go back to some of the concepts to build on them, which was really nice. So I have a take on Vibe 62, which is the healing myself heals my lineage. That one definitely resonated for me as well um, and was the one I most wanted to talk about. So look at that synchronicity. <laughs> so the there's obviously all of us I've, we have talked about before, like unlearning and relearning um, and unlearning patterns that no longer serve us. And even the work of healing ourselves can, in a, at least for me and my family, feel like I'm just focusing on like myself. I'm just focusing on me. I'm just focusing on what I need and what I want. And, um, and having space for that super important, if not essential, um, which I heard echoed in this vibe that, um, that I didn't choose the traumas, but I'm here to change the narrative and change the karma and that my legacy, um, well, the words are, let your legacy be healing your lineage. So it's like, oh, my friend uh, who's come to book club before, who said to me, Susie, are you from a long line of healers? This seems to come really naturally to you. I'm like, no. <laughs> all were like, it's all me getting in touch with my authentic self and how I want to authentically show up in the world. And um, all my experiences, you know, we can just like that vibe says, like, and other vibes too, we create the narratives around our lives. And so um, like, yeah, there are, I can, I can see the narrative in my life of like, oh, how I used my voice before and how I've gathered community before and how I've, um, how I've gone deep within me before through therapy, through acting, through voice, through movement, through da, 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 da. And like, it all interweaves together to come to a place where I am today. And so lately and in concurrence with reading and doing the book club like I feel amazing about the ways that I offer pa healing pathways to people through yoga and shamanic practices and sound healing and this feels like the most rich I've ever felt like on this path and I know that being with all of you in book club has made a very vital difference to feel supported in my own practices and then sharing those practices uh, with the world and healing all around. That's amazing, Susie. Thank you so much. And, and the thing that you're speaking that's even more amazing, I mean, that's amazing enough, is how many people who participated in the group have shifted in profound ways during this process. And I'm not saying we wouldn't have shifted anyways, but it's pretty profound to see how our lives changed since last summer, right? And the things that we've shifted um, 
And I have to think that it's in part because of our connection with each other and doing the work together and processing together and being witnessed in that journey. I mean, big changes have happened in, in our lives. Yeah. I think that, um, watching my dear ones, you know, go along for this ride with me, gave me the confidence to trust what I was sensing in myself. You know, it was really, um, it sort of fed me through that process, which I feel like if I was doing on my own, it would have taken so much longer and maybe I would have gotten there, but to see the work reflected and then we're, you know, we sort of gathered a critical mass and we're moving in the same direction. It felt like a, yeah, a really nice like funnel. <laughs> Maybe we were on a water slide all together. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Like, uh... <laughs> well, the other thing is that there's something to be said for um, putting your voice to things and hearing other people's voices about, you know what I mean about the book? I mean, if I had just read the book by myself, I think that I, I still would have, you know, gleaned some of, some of the same things, but I mean, how many times would you be in book club and then someone else would say something about a certain vibe and you'd be like, oh my God, I didn't even hear that. I didn't even see that. And then it like brightens the whole thing up. So like, adding just not the written word, but voice to all of it just amplifies it, I think. Right, throat chakras were fortified. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Of course. And I, I must confess, my throat chakra has not been the big challenged one for me. <laughs> However, my third eye. And when I picked up the book to come back and reassess like Sarah had sent our message. I had only marked one vibe to come back to with a bookmark. And so I found it really humbling to go back to that one today. And it's vibe 49. I am seen. And just the, the parts that I had underlined are, uh, Opening our third eye isn't only about being able to see, it's about allowing ourselves to be seen. And I can definitely say right there, by this point in the book, I was allowing more and more of my vulnerability and my indoor self to be seen in, in this new collective and just trusting the, the process and knowing that the vibe it took to participate in the process, I almost trusted as I got to know everybody, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And it was, it would, it, it, you all created a safe place to be indoor vulnerable. You know, that, that kind of vulnerable that you don't get in a traditional coffee shop book club gathering that that's all you know each other and I think it's a combination of the who it was and the book we were working on you know and like I said even with the zoom and how much I struggle with it it makes me laugh that the one that really rocks with me is the to be seen and it says if you're ready to see the world from a higher perspective you must 
choose to be fully seen. To be seen, you need to drop the psychic shields of pain for the only shield you need is love. And a big part of my life is coming into homeostasis and while living with chronic pain. So, which on a physical level taught me my vulnerability. So this one really struck home with me. This is one of my favorites. My two favorites are actually 48 and 49, but 49 is definitely one of my favorites. And I, you know how um, in the beginning of the book, some of the things that Kyle talks about are making this practice routine, making it truly a practice, right? And for those two vibes, those are the two that I have totally integrated into my life, okay? So for that one, I literally, like when I wash my face in the morning now, I'll do a whole separate thing, trying to clear my third eye to make sure that I'm gonna be seeing from all the perspectives I need to see from. And it's like very conscious for me. The other one, 48, which um, Kathy and Sarah and I have talked about a lot, is it just had this impact on me where I'll get up in the morning and think about my altar. And if there's junk left over on my altar from yesterday, I literally go and slide <laughs> it all off. Or when something comes up, um, let's say at work, that maybe irritates me, my mind will say, you really want that on your altar? That's what you want to put there today, huh? Okay. And then always the answer is no. So now I just have to, so I'm getting much better at getting rid of things that I don't want to focus on, but it's adding the things that I do that is a little more complicated for me. But those two, definitely, 48, 49. Thank you for taking me back to 48, because as I turn the page, I have a note on here in big, bold letters that said, I got called out. <laughs> <laughs> And I had underlined, you could be trying to figure out how it's going to unfold just in case you need to protect yourself. Wow, yeah. Yeah. That resonates. And 48, my mind is an altar to source as you're talking. I had never, and I think we talked about this, Jill, in the process. I had never thought about my mind as an altar, right? We take so much space to make an altar for our space in our space to make a special spot for us to have a sacred space. But the fact that it would be in your own body, you should do the same thing. Why was that so revolutionary? Why had I never thought about that you should have your own mind altar also that you are an altar? Uh, that was that one still I and I love how often you reference it still Jill in conversation because it has kind of become a part of your language now, as Teresa yeah. was saying. You often say, oh, got to get that off my altar today. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Any other ones people want to talk about? Those, you guys are already listing all of my, so I feel like it's funny we all have very similar 
Um, I will say the other one uh, is Vibe 5. And I remember we got together early on in the book at your house, Teresa, for a different thing. And, and this message came to me, but Vibe 5 is the presence, the present, no, yeah, the present is a gift. Mm. And I don't know why, but I wrote on here, which is something I've been working on the whole time, is I am not disappointing others when I show up for myself. Oh, by the way, are you going to show up on time for yourself? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I'm going to show up and it will be the right time. <laughs> there you go. Yes. I show up. It is the right time. Everything is as it should be. Okay, <laughs> I am not. I am not. Right. Oh, gosh. Why, Teresa? Why? <laughs> I feel it in my bones. I'm not disappointing others when I show up late. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, we just had a conversation about that today, Teresa. <laughs> yeah, they know they were there last night. Last night when I, I showed up to Jill, I showed up after working really hard to show up on time to yoga. I showed up late and I had worked so hard to show up on time and I made different choices than I did last week. I showed up late. And so I made totally different choices last night. So that that wouldn't happen again and then it did it happened again and, and before sarah could open her mouth when she and teresa walked in i said welcome you're right on time <laughs> not knowing that that was my whole journey there was like feeling like so shameful and such a failure and i how did i mess it up again and all this stuff it was all these feelings were coming up trying to get to yoga which is it's funny because it's like that's the work right it was right. the work had started before i got there yes and was like here look we're gonna help you get started and i'm like oh i feel like i have to tell you wonderful women and especially you right now sarah so you'll hear maybe my voice next time you have that happening is when i start to um panic which is what I do when I'm late. Um, I like, I'd be like, Susie wouldn't want me to torture myself right now. Or Sarah wouldn't want me to torture myself right now. I may need to move fast, but I don't have to punish myself and like remove myself for you <laughs> because I, like, it's just one step away from I don't want myself to suffer. And then I, it can get me there. It's like the ladder. But so thank you for being that voice in my head, Teresa. And you know, <laughs> Kathleen, they wouldn't want me suffering, even if I'm late. Mm. Okay. And the ripples on that, Sarah, you, you kill me too, because there is a Teresa, trauma Teresa was ready to be all about, it's my fault Sarah's late. If Sarah wasn't coming away from the city to pick me up, she would be at yoga on time. And yep. I'm an inconvenience yep. for the situation and I caused Sarah to be late. So all of that boiled up in me as well as I looked at you and realized you had not an ounce of that in the world. You helped me heal a ripple. Mm. And it is so deep. 
like oh. having refuge from that storm of yeah. hyper on time busyness um is such a gift it changes my 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 approach to everything else and i can see the panic rising in others and i'm like yeah but Sarah wouldn't want me panicking, so I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, or, or I'm no good to anybody if I'm panicking. That's another one I use. Like, I might be late or screwing this up, but if I'm panicking, I'm of no use. Um, I don't know if I'd be able to get there if I didn't have a place that accepted me no matter how late I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you get to come to yoga and then be with all of that and allow it to change and allow it to go and allow the work, like Sarah said, it started already for both of you. And then it shifted and changed through movement, through breath. Well, that was that kind of really amazing part about the process. As we talked, we started on Zoom twice a week just to make it realistic so people could I really wanted it to be so it wasn't a burden to get there so having those different opportunities to come and make it like it's going to be super easy you don't you're not like failure free right that was kind of built into this process that I really was important to me this isn't this can't be something we have to do it can't be something we failed at and also being very open that when you showed up if you hadn't opened the book in the week you were still amazing and wonderful and those are those beautiful moments where we found oh I didn't open the book but also I did I was doing the work I did I did the work or all those things reflected in my life and that was so miraculous but then being able to shift partway through as Susie you grew and expanded in your life in your being and started teaching yoga on the same right before I don't know was that on purpose or did it just kind of happen that way that your class that you taught was right before book club it happened that way due to the availability at the collective studio <laughs> yeah so it was just kind of amazing Thanks, that universe. it was yeah. <laughs> like all of a sudden okay we because before we were meeting on zoom at 7 30 and your class was at six to 7 15 so it was just like oh well okay we'll go to yoga and then we'll just meet and go to meet in person and do book club and that new life was breathed into even that it expanded it even more and and we found we didn't really start till eight o'clock so then it was like okay you could meet at eight o'clock in person and I couldn't honestly then it got darker and colder and people kept coming <laughs> and it was like <laughs> Yeah, I'll be there at eight. It's like, who comes out of their house? I mean, I don't know. We're not spring chickens people coming out of our house at 8 p.m. That's crazy talk. We are rock stars. Oh, rock stars. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is true. You could wear a wearable blanket to book club at the coffee shop. So that helps when you know that's a space where you can just <laughs> come in in a wearable blanket. But yeah, it was amazing. It was just an amazingly supportive transformation. It, yeah, it, it feels like it took on a life of its own as we made space for it. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Um, and it has been so, so beautiful. I also would like to point out that we have been demonstrating in this conversation right now, Vibe 45. <laughs> I am willing to see this differently. 
and vibe 20, the fear of failure. Oof. So the that one, um, the, the vibe of the day, it totally echoes what this conversation is. I realized that no external experience or achievement can determine my worth. I accept that I am always doing the best I can. I honor myself and my journey and I'll insert and those people, they don't want me to suffer. So <laughs> I recognize how far I have come. I know that I haven't lost my way because I have found myself. Oh. I needed to hear that reminder. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I think the the aspects of community that were created from this process I'm not I mean I I understood that that's like okay you're going to do it with other I don't know I think I understood it at a logical level when we began but I didn't understand the depths of what that meant after showing up with you guys every week and really feeling like uh welcomed and accepted and seen all these things we're talking about and i think just the nature of this book i never felt unworthy i never felt less than i never felt like i was doing something wrong and i think that i mean the raise your vibration i'm not sure that i fully the one thing i would say i don't know if i fully vibe no pun intended with the title because <laughs> It felt more like, I guess, instead of raise your vibration, it felt more like an expansion than a raising. I just felt like I was able, I had, it made space for it to be safe to just keep being more and more me. And, and all of you supported that along the way. Um, but none of the vibes ever made me feel like uh, I wasn't enough. We might need physicist Fred to answer this, but I almost think the spatial difference between molecules at a higher frequency is bigger. So what you just said is raising your vibration. It is giving you yeah. more space. I, I agree with that. I do too. I love that. Thank you for bringing the science in, Teresa. Ah. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I vibe with that. <laughs> well, because I felt like, um, you know, when we were coming into this tonight, I thought to myself, okay, do you think you have raised your vibration? You know, um, and I don't even know that I have an answer to that. Um, I know I'm different. I know I'm different as a result of it. Um, that's what I got. I see a spaciousness between where I am and that point where I judge myself, where there wasn't spaciousness before. Yeah, I can resonate with that. I find that when I'm on my practice, everything just fits. I don't have to like every, there's enough time. And when I don't prioritize my practice because I don't have time, 
don't have time. Like I don't have time for anything. Um, and it's like, it's something that I knew I had sort of observed before, but I feel like the book gave me better words for it. Yes. Better understanding of what's really going on there. Like it's real. It's not just something I'm imagining. <laughs> <laughs> or if you are, we're all imagining it yeah. together. A collective dream and I'm in. <laughs> I'm all in. That's 572. Sweet. Nice. Thank you. To allow. Creating space to allow. Yeah. When you create space, you let things unfold as they need to. Yes. Oh, thank you. And my phone, I so I had it on Audible and I can't get the um vibes up in the individual, but yes, that was huge for me. Yeah. Um and it it felt like just an insistence like no i'm not gonna rush i'm just not gonna this is the most important thing even if my kids are late to school that was like oh, oh my god i can't and I, I was like if my kids are late to school with a happy fulfilled mother they are in much better shape than if i've yelled at them the whole way to school because i didn't do my practice and I didn't get in the right space. Um, revolutionary. Right. Love that. Yeah. How how do you think it was different for you? Like more more the process of the community we created. Um, I, I gotta say really quick, because the question you just asked and the vibe I just opened really go well. And it's one from Jamie who couldn't make it tonight. And it's vibe 12. The universe wants you to be happy, abundant, and full. It loves you more than words can describe. Let's let it support you. And the whole thing is about the universe having a better plan. So it's like that idea of what any of us thought we were going to get or invest in this process of reading a book. I think every one of us can agree we ended up with so much more and are grateful we decided to crack it. Yes. Huzzah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and in the vibe of that day, it says, today, choose to know that you are being supported, held, and led by the presence of light within you. Take several deep breaths and trust that the universe will cooperate with you when you cooperate with it. You are a team. Know it is your biggest fan, your greatest supporter, and the cheerleader of your soul. Thank you, Jamie. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for reading Jamie's pick. Ooh. A good one <laughs> and then we all had all of our all of each other to cheer each other on too which was just yeah i it was so like you've said before it was so much more than just a book club right or then reading reading the book and talking about it i don't know there was a depth to it that i wasn't i don't know why i'm surprised about it but i was like oh um i was gonna say and to to bring the science back in um I think about sympathetic resonance. Susie and I were talking about this the other night and I think about this all the time. Um, when I'm vibrating at a certain level, another person is a container 
next to me. And then they start to take on that same vibration, like literally. Um, and I felt that like, you know, you were saying, even if you hadn't cracked the book, you could come and end up on the same vibration, whether you had, you know, gained the information or not, which I thought was stunning. You know, it was like, oh, I can raise my vibration just by being willing, <laughs> like just by showing up, literally. Yeah. Isn't that like amazing? Like mm-hmm. just being present and doing the hard part, which is showing up. That's the hard part. And you did it already when you when you were there. Yeah. You walk in the like I would walk in the door and I'd be like, oh, mm, you know, like I'm already <laughs> buzzing at a, a better place. If I walked out right back out, I would have been better for doing it, you know, but I didn't and it was even better. (laughs) Interesting to me about what you just said is that that happens with yoga too, right? That you pick up the vibrant, right? So you go and you- My yoga teacher that really taught me that concept with a tuning forks, a tuning box. Um, we would hit the tuning fork and put it in a box and then put another box next to it. And you could hear in the second box. Um, and yeah, absolutely. That's totally where I was coming from. Yeah. It's the same thing. And, and the thing about it is, is that within this book, at the beginning of the book, he talks a lot about the Kundalini and the Kundalini yoga, right? The other thing that's been really interesting for me, um, is that, he talks a lot about breath work and about breath, right? And the thing that's so strange about that is everybody's breathing. You guys are all breathing. We're all breathing right now, right? Um, How sharply it changes when you pay attention to it. I mean, we're doing it all the time, every single day, all the time, busy breathing, right? but not paying attention to it at all. But if you shift your focus, just that tiny, it's just a mind click of shifting your focus and paying attention to your breathing can like so change so many things, right? And that's kind of what the vibes are like. You know, it's just this slight adjustment or not even an adjustment, just an awareness. It's like these, this list of things to pay attention to right? And it it just shifts everything. So that when you get together in community, when you get together in group, and you're all kind of clicking together, it amplifies it. Yeah. Just like the tuning fork. Yeah. And I don't know if it was this book, or I think it was a different place that sort of suggested to me that I am responsible for the vibe that I bring. You know, like, I it's important that I clear it and I'm working because just as someone can bring uh, the vibe down in a room, I can bring a vibe up or down or, you know, um, I can take it on. I cannot. Um, and yeah, this, the, this book, um, yeah, really helped with the language and the, like the being able to sense it like, oh, that's what that is. (laughs) I was, it was sort of uh, misty and foggy and brought some clarity, some really great concepts. And I think I want to clarify too, that raise your vibration 
And what we were doing this practice wasn't nothing bad happens and I'm in a good mood every day. Yes. No, it had nothing it to do. Good. It had nothing to do with that whatsoever. No. <laughs> you know, but it was, I love that perspective, Jill, of just something to focus on. So when we were in the mess of it, which we all were in this course of the three months, there were messes that we were in. But then you'd open that book and it'd say, you are worthy, or you are the answer to your ancestors' prayers, or whatever that vibe was. And you're like, okay, I'm in the mess, but I'm worthy. I'm in the mess, but it's okay to be seen. And it was just, I felt like it wasn't that overload of information some books can be where there's just, it's just, there isn't even space to process it. And you're, it's just... Ugh. <laughs> you know, even if it's good information, there's, it's not expand, it doesn't give you the space to expand in it. And so I, I felt with this, it was a tolerable amount of, of information each day where I could say, okay, I'm in my mess, I'm doing hard things. And oh yeah, remember, remember you, your mind is an altar, right? <laughs> and then you go on with your day and through, and that was supportive and helpful through my day. It's like bite size awareness, awareness bites. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. now I'm like, oh, maybe I want to read this book again, like read it again, like to become more aware, right? Like to see what's going to resonate the next time around because we're all different. We've all shifted. Um, and I've, I've shifted. Um, and like, it might be kind of fun. And I, I, and through this discussion, um, Jill pointing out kundalini yoga, I feel like the practice of kundalini is like that. It's like very bite-sized. It's like three minutes of breath of fire, for example, can totally change your day because it changes your brain and changes your circulation um, or whatnot, you know, all the myriad things. And there's lots of different kundalini things, uh, exercises that are so um like it's a subtle it can be a subtle vibration shift or it can be like a really like um like the train totally changes tracks <laughs> and but they can both be really impactful the subtle or the the change of tracks um because whatever was going on just doesn't seem that important anymore or like like oh my mind was all cluttery and now it's just like this clarity or this freshness or I can laugh with my kids instead of like thinking they're annoying or whatever. <laughs> I think one of the things that I noticed almost after walking away from it, because again, my first book club, um, A, I probably would never do another book club that isn't spiritually rooted and, and really that reflective. It felt really good for me, but I gotta give props to Kyle Gray and the way he wrote it. Um, it was so inclusive that you could be anywhere in your journey, you know, any level of openness and, and you didn't feel like you were a bad guy because you had never digested this nibble before, or if you had, you felt reassured that it kept going on deeper levels. So the, he was super inclusive in the way that it was written. And I don't think I really appreciated that in the moments of reading it until we got to the next one. 
Well, we, we have to reserve ourselves to discuss the next book at another time because I yes. know it would take us in a whole new direction. But I, I can give kudos to Kyle Gray. Yes. I, I agree with you that moving on to the next book and having space between now and then, it did shift my perspective of, of Raise Your Vibration. And I did see... I was able to appreciate at a deeper level, even, oh, he really made it, made it um, safe to do this work. And he, he, I remember when we read it, I was impressed with him. I remember being like, wow, this is simplistic, but really well crafted into this complex symphony almost, you know, you'd kind of begin and then you'd see as the vibes went on and as the chakras we moved through the chakras, how they built on each other and how he prepared you to get to the next place. This was not, you know, a happenstance that we did this. He had strategically mapped out how we were going to progress through this. And I felt that I, I resonated with that and I, I was better for it. So I agree. I was really grateful for him. I'm like, wow, you did, you worked hard on this. <laughs> but I would also, I would also say, um, Teresa, that part of the reason that you could see that and you could see that Sarah has not just to do with the book, because if you had just done the book by yourself, you would not have come to the same conclusion. I, I think the fact that it was done in community just enhanced it so much because you saw the different impact it had on different people that were at different places and that like I never I I never felt at least like that I came in and, and was like what is he even talking about you know I never felt like what is this vibe about this is ridiculous um, I felt like I could connect to all of them, but on obviously on different levels for myself, but I could see how other people did too. I would so highly recommend that people do this in a group yeah, more yeah. so than by yourself. And I don't always feel that way about a book, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sarah said the word symphony and it, I, I agree with you, Jill, that it was like a symphony or um, just this like gorgeous nature scene where you're tuned in to like the sounds all around you and the sounds come together in this gorgeous soundscape Be and not to say it was gorgeous like we're all happy that's not that's not what I mean <laughs> but like to reflect what you said in sort of that um auditory way of like um all the inputs and sounds coming together it was it was really wild and really beautiful yeah, I think the community part took it off of the page now, right? It's like a dream. It's like that dream that if you have a dream and it's just for you and you don't write it down and talk about it with anyone, it kind of just, it's very different than if you are saying, oh, let me tell you about my dream and you work through it and you talk about it and you can see these patterns and what the dream meant or whatever. Um, I, if I had just read this, it would have been nice information, mm -hmm. but when I met with everyone and said this, this is, I, and even knowing I was going to meet with you, I think made me, as I was reading it, read it in a different way than I would if I had, I'm just processing this now. This is the first time I'm realizing this, that I, I didn't read it the way I would if I was just reading it by myself. 
because I knew I was going to have to be accountable and I'm not in an obligatory way, but in a way that I knew I was, I'm going to, someone's going to want to know and, and want to hear my story that how this resonates for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't have had to do that work if it was just for me. Cause I know my stories and I know, I think, right. I think, oh, I know. <laughs> we think we know our stories, but we yeah. forget. I'm so grateful for you guys taking the time to talk to me tonight, to connect together again, and to remember this amazing book um, and just our journey. And I agree. I think doing it again to me would be of value. I could see I could see myself doing it next year again and having a whole new experience because it was it wasn't it was an expression of the present moment for me. It was giving me that awareness of where I am right now and where should my focus be and how to be seen by a wonderful group of people. So I'm so, so grateful for all of you and for all of those who participated, who couldn't be here on the call tonight, but um, I am a new person because of this experience. You're here. We all are probably. I agree. Absolutely. Mm. For all my teachers, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Putting the time in to connect with these women every week for three months really did change me. It changed all of us in ways that we probably don't even know yet. I want to invite you into the inner circle of fire and join us at the Circle of Fire podcast community. Facebook group. There, we will have an opportunity to connect on a deeper level and really feel what it is to receive the support that is possible when we do things together. I hope to see you there. Many blessings. Thank you for joining me today and being a part of the Circle of Fire community. Subscribe to the show in order to remain in the circle and follow along on Instagram and Facebook at Circle of Fire Podcast. I'm so grateful for your presence. Know that you are an integral part of this circle. Together, we rise.